0: What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth is say you peak. check him out, check him out. It's saying What's Chick- coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth? What's coming out of your mouth is say you peak. check him out, check out. I
1: guess the life's stayed up. Well, let's just, just keep running. Okay, we're going to get started. Oh, Jesus, we need you. Okay. <laughs> All right. We want to welcome everybody. What's coming out of your mouth? Tonight is a special edition. Growing up BBW. I have some beautiful BBWs, if that's what you want to call them tonight. Joining on. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and we're going to go ahead and get started. So um, whoever wanna go first.
2: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. First, you know, Shay, I just want to say thank you so much for just giving me, you know, an opportunity to be on your podcast. I think this is the first time I've been on someone's podcast. So thank you. I am honored. Y'all have been so much fun already. I don't even know anyone, but y'all, I feel like I met some new friends. Thank you, Shay. Uh, My name is Ashley Marcel. I am actually a part of a dynamic duo, if you will, um, with my friend, Joy. We actually have a podcast called Challenge Yourself. So, um, you know, with that, a lot of what I do is I, my goal is to encourage and empower. And so I do that in public health. That's my career field. And I'm in school for public health. Um, Done a lot of admin, medical admin in my life. But now moving towards that empowering and encouraging women fields um so yep we're doing that we have a podcast i work full time as well and i'm in school full time um oh yeah now i'm like hey sometimes we just gotta do it (laughs) So y'all, che- you know, check us out too. If you need some encouragement, some connection, we have a website um, where we like to connect with women there. Um, it's called thatwednesdaylife.com. So feel free. We have blogs, forums. Y'all can connect. Y'all can chat. Y'all can listen to podcasts. And I'm just excited to be here to talk about this today. So thank you, Shay.
1: All right, girl. And we're gonna have everybody links um, down below for those who are watching the replay, so they connect with everybody else.
2: Awesome. All right.
3: Oh, I guess I'll go send some next okay. to line on the screen. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> um, my name is Lasagna Lightfoot. I currently own a plus size boutique for women. Mm-hmm. Um, I specialize in plus size. More recently, I've opened it up to cover small through three X. So I'm still kind of stuck in plus size mode however i i believe curves come in all shapes and all sizes um however i still, cater, I still cater to the plus size woman um cause i'm a plus size woman you know right um <laughs> that's
1: right i ain't got no i mean
3: i feel you on that i mean i just i feel like you gotta support what mm-hmm. you know right Cause I mean, we I can tell oh, you it's home for y'all skinny girls. It's a lot of stuff out there, but for me, cause I'm used to looking for plus size stuff. I'm like, I don't know if they like this, I don't know if they like that, but I know what I we you know that type of stuff. So anyway, I digress. Um, I am a mother of two sons. I'm current. I currently have a um bonus son. Um, my oldest is 22 um I also work full-time at a local community college where I um serve adult education I work in the adult education department um so I also serve people who are coming back to try to get their second second chance on it with their education whatever that entails and whatever that looks like um I also have Lightfoot consulting and Resourcing because I feel like I'm very resourceful um so that's also a Facebook page that I have. And a lot of people call me for a lot of different things. And so I created Lifehood Consulting and Resource because I have access to a lot of people just from my various career fields. Um, okay. My previous, before I worked at the community college, my, my life work has been in mental health. I'm a certified mental health therapist Um, I've worked at State Hospital. I worked at U-Villages. I was a director at a a therapeutic foster care program at Methodist Children's Home. So I've done a lot in the mental health um, field. I got my bachelor's and master's from Jackson State, the I love, University. And I was working on my doctorate at MC in in counseling. So... (laughs) life kind of stopped me from doing so all fair. that I didn't even know yet.
2: community college <laughs> so,
3: um i love the work that i do i love working with people i love helping people but i also get stemmed from my um history and my past of being a bbw so and everything that that entails that's all i got
4: okay all right okay who's up next um, I guess I'll go. Hello, everyone. I'm Kiara Bennett. By day, I'm an eighth grade teacher, and at night, <clears throat> or the evening, um, I'm the owner of a curve, CK's Runway, currently online. We started off as a shoot tee, now I'm more so focusing on the curves. Um, I tried to dabble in the smile to 3x, but the plus sizes took off a little bit more than the regular sizes, so I stuck with it. Um, currently working on my doctorate at um, U.S.M. and I, just, I can talk about this type of stuff all day. So I'm glad you opened the platform for it. I'm ready for it. So. Yes, welcome to the top, girl. <laughs> I went that too. Oh, and I graduated from Jackson State as well. I'm a proud oh. alumni. So. <laughs>
1: Me
5: too, girl. We got a lot of coming. Y'all, these, my little special idiot sister. Who knew we had so much in coming? OK, well, I'll go. I'm Erica, um, better known as Shapely Louise, probably. I started blogging, I um, think, 2011. And blogging kind of led to sewing and designing. So I am a, a designer. And I also specialize in plus size um, as well. I do a lot of um uh well, pretty much anything I show by sight, so if you show me a picture, I can probably make it for you <laughs> um I am currently in birmingham, Alabama I'm originally from Montgomery, Alabama, and' <laughs> uh, originally from Montgomery, Alabama, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Shay, for the invitation, and I'm just looking forward to seeing or hearing where everyone is. Everyone else's experience was growing up for size, so it's nice to meet y'all. From York,
3: Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Mm
5: -hmm. Alabama. Are you from York? Okay. Has everyone
1: grown Yes. Yes, boss lady. I, own a booth. I think you are breaking up some. Is somebody TV on, I think we get some feedback. Y'all hear me now? Uh huh. I think somebody um, TV is on. We
6: can go ahead. Eek, everything classy. here well, well, you know, pretty much everything ever you name it I, i'm sure um i want to allow me to be a part of the podcast talk about w it is a, a but, you know it's something that w have to go with so I get us all together and try
1: Can
3: y'all hear? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I, I can hear you. If you're not talking, you probably got to go on mute until you get ready to say something.
1: Okay, I think um Jessica hers kind of cut out some oh did y'all hear it was no, in no we out.
5: didn't
1: okay um jessica do you want to repeat anything or you want just recap it at the
6: end uh can y'all hear me now
1: yes, yes ma'am we we
6: you. Hear. okay um my name is Jessica I go by boss lady I own a um, boutique called Everything Bossy, where I sell accessories, hair, handmade jewelry, um, hair oil, beard oil, um, lip scrubs, pretty much everything bossy. I am currently a librarian. Um, I receive my bag at Alcorn, Alcorn, but um, I also have okay. That's pretty much it. I want-
1: Part
6: of the BBW.
1: Okay, so um, as you all can see, I don't even think I said my name, but they already said that I am. I go by um, Al Taylor Lachey for um, and the host of What's Coming Out of Your Mouth along my brother. But this is tonight. I'm here with my esteemed panelists. I didn't even realize that we had about women. You know how you meet people on social media you all find out that you are very like-minded. So I want to thank you all for um, tuning in. I mean, I'm sorry, being the panelists on the show. And thank you all for, for tuning in, in the audience. Okay. So, of course, um, I have been BBW, CCC, uh, Cute Chubby as a child, and all that growing up. So I just thought it would be fitting um, to have a topic such as this, Growing Up BBW. And I already got an email from someone saying that it was an awesome topic, but um, everybody's experience wasn't bad. And so I want to put that disclaimer out there now that we're not coming on here to uh, say how uh, how tragic our upbringing was in the your short story topic. But um, just want to put that disclaimer out there. We're not trying to bash our upbringing or anything like that. But we want this platform for everyone to share that story because everyone had a different experience growing up BBW, and I think this we need to speak on that. Although now is more about the positivity. So would anyone want to just um jump off and just talk about how it was for you growing up, plus size, chubby, or fat, or whatever word or adjective you want to use?
6: Uh, well for me it wasn't easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Everybody can hear me?
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yes ma'am. Um, it easy growing up pw. however I dealt with it. There was a part of me I've been that way growing up, until now. A child I don't know. I faced a lot of challenges as far as with, when it came to finding clothing that looked presentable or nice um, for school, for my age, you know, and to look nice. Yes, so was my cover-up. I love to dress. I love to wear heels, all this stuff, and that's what I did when I was in school. I dressed up. I dressed up my fat, P-H-A-T. I dressed it up. That was a way that people People knew me, oh, oh, yeah, she, she'll big girl. good, it's, you know, it, instead of them just saying, oh, she's fat or, oh, she's nasty or whatever. I made sure I look presentable. So if you're going to have anything to say about me, you might say I am big, but it's going to be something positive. Yeah. You know?
1: Yes, I can agree with that 100%. And I think that was probably um, one of the hardest things is not having clothes to wear, like being in third and fourth grade, wearing clothes out of Lane Bryant. And you you know, like then, even now, sometimes they don't have the most fashionable stuff, but then you know you went old lady clothes as a little girl. Like you is like okay you want to be fashionable but I mean you wearing these floral big old the or right. whatever you got your boobs <laughs> growing and you know your mama don't want brown men looking at you because you got all this stuff sprout now because it's really fat you know that my mom used to say you ain't got no breasts that's number fat so, you know, I mean <laughs> I feel like that was the most uh, disheartening part I guess one of them is not having. um
2: clothes to wear mm.
5: that didn't make it stand out even more than okay she's fat so she ain't got no um mm. she gotta wear these old grandmama clothes mm. anybody else had that experience oh um, yeah okay. yeah i remember uh let me see jc penny was probably the go-to spot uh-huh. for me uh one year i think from either going on from the third grade to the fourth grade or fourth to fifth I had this major growth spurt and I couldn't see any, any of my clothes. <laughs> and I know my mom was extra, uh, she was frustrated, but she tried not to show it. Mm-hmm. So she took me to Penney, and I just remember being in a whole lot of corduroy that year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in, and so it, even for me, my foot grew uh as well as just me personally. So my it seemed like, you know, when I was a nine, I was wearing a nine in shoes and ten and ten. I stopped at twelve, thank the Lord, but um yes girl. Imagine I being ten wearing a ten in shoe, right? So now we got to go to the naturalizer. My shoes don't look like nobody else's That's okay. <laughs> And that was the other
1: problem. I mean Bigfoot and Y it's just like the whole Dressing up part, that was just like the most horrible part for me. It's man. like, man, I can't find no shoes. So even now, I always tell people, I'm be cute into my ankles, so don't judge me by my shoes. So y'all think I'm looking <laughs> cute, but baby, shoes be it's a struggle. But you know, Tori, they gotta come in with it now. But baby, they do.
2: They well, do. that
5: was the thing for me. I don't have wide feet, mine are long and narrow.
2: Ooh. So.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have that luxury. The wide flop off, right? So um, it's, it's just <laughs> always been fun. <laughs> see,
2: yeah, but I had the opposite of Erica, like, cause I was short and wide. So <laughs> you were growing tall. And you see me, I was like just at the same height. And so then I had mm-hmm. to go into the woman's department, but all the pants were like five inches too long. So <laughs> right. I was trying to make the work and it didn't work, but I'm with you. I can relate to y'all on that too because fashion was important to me back then, but I couldn't wear anything that I wanted to wear. So right. it was like, it was a struggle of, I think that kind of fed into some other things of man. I'm not this enough because I can't look like this or fit the things I want to fit. And I think that was a lot of struggle for me, especially in the fashion realm because I loved it just like you ladies.
4: And I agree mm-hmm. with Ashley. Um, I was the baby; there was, was three cousins, and I was, of course, the biggest one. So when they would be shopping, I would just be kind of standing back, like, "I mean, well, this cute," but I mean, of course, it can't fit be me because mm-hmm. I could only shop in JCPenney, and of course, at the time, they're not the JCPenney they are now. Yeah, so. they
5: are not right. So
4: no, it, no it right, right. They were in rave and body central and. And I'm just standing Yeah, i can't fit you know, so <laughs> yeah. it was a struggle.
5: I had a conversation yes. with uh, one of one of my best friends. She's I mean, we're like polar opposites um, when it comes to the size, personality was too wet, whatever. Um, and so you know, anywhere we anytime we go out of town, they wanna to go to the mall and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the mall. There's nothing in the mall for me except for Lane Bryant, maybe Ashley Stewart, depending on where you are. Um, but then I got to drag around <laughs> the rest of the mall while you go throughout a hundred other stores, and I don't—I'm not interested in doing it. Yeah. So, would y'all say that um, y'all had the experience
1: being um, the fat friend?
4: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, st- I mean, I feel like I'm still going through that now, and I'm 29. Like, I still feel like the fat friend when we go out, I'm looking at somebody, he's looking at somebody else, and then somebody was like, oh, she's feeling you, and he's like, oh, she she's not my type. I, I'm looking at her over there. So, you know, it's like, what do you mean? In 2020, I'm not your type.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, I guess I guess for me, I always had to let my personality uh, stand out over my size. Um, it was almost like it was like a light switch. At one point, I was real introverted and you know in a shell, and then I was like, "Hey, I'm hey, I'm here. Hello," mm-hmm. and um, and then I kind of switched into. Extroverted, and it was almost like my personality had to stand out or kind of introduce me when I came into a room because back then people was not recognizing us because our size. And it took me, when we were talking about clothes, like I think I wore the last time I saw a size 12 was when I was 12. I think I went from a 12 to a 22. Like I don't remember 18, 20, I don't remember none of
2: them, 16,
3: I don't remember none of them sizes in between. And, um it was it was like I went from I went from being that almost like that little girl the introvert to feeling like hey I'm a, a woman now because I'm wearing these woman clothes and mm. the only thing I think I had I, I really had going for me back then was my mama did hair so my hair was always laid like so that helped me a lot as far as the self-esteem My you know my my hair was always been nice when I was in high school and stuff but it was tough. It, it was the shoes flopping off my feet. I wore eleven, but I didn't have wide feet either. Oh. So, um, mm-hmm. but the shoes kind of flopping off heels to this day. I see a nice pair of heels. I want to wear up are Why they flopping? They still do that. So it's just it's been a struggle for me. I don't know who misses you and said you know everybody didn't have it hard. Uh, that was like almost a part of my name when I was growing up. Was the only thing people could think to say. You know, mm. oh you fat, you're fat ass. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like you you want to tell me, can you come up with something else to say? Cause I'm coming. Right. Um, I don't know, but but I think for um as far as the clothes and appearance, at some point a, a light bulb or a, a flicker, a switch was flicked and it was like, hey, I'm here. You know, you got to see that you got you can't miss this. You know, so mm-hmm. when that happened, when that happened for me, it it just kind of clicked. And now when you talk about fat friends, well, I'm in an organization of thick and proud sisters, and we're all thick. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's more um you know, friends, fat friends type of thing. And when we all get together, it's we all fan, we all fly, and we all plus size. So it's like getting around a like-minded group of women. Who have had the same struggles, kind of like me on this call right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all had right. some struggles, and you know, just to have friends and have grown relationships and have a sisterhood with women like that, it really helped too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, you said some good points. Um, one thing I did want to say too is um, my mom did hair as well, and so my hair was always cute. And, and like you said, go from being introverted to extremely extrovert. Like you felt like you had to do more. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like, you know, although some people are probably smaller than me or whatever, I was cuter than them. So mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know what I'm saying, you might be skinny, but you know, you're not that most attractive. And that probably wasn't the right thing to do. But, you know, we have to have some kind of a defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like I wasn't going to accept them. Uh, judging me for being fat when I want judging them for not being attractive.
4: You know what I'm saying? So, you <laughs> think you know
1: we all <laughs> mm-hmm. we all got a life.
3: You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that, and attitudes matter too. Like you know, you can be I was I was fat, but I was very pleasant to be around. You know, um, I wasn't like most popular or anything, but I didn't really have enemies. And there were other people who weren't like that and their attitude was this. I'm like, how do you, Mm -hmm. you know? So it was just, it it was just different. You know, I don't know, even now, like I told somebody else, I'm not going to Thalamar Hall to see any more shows because when I left the last show, I was bruised up on my hips. So it's almost like it's a, I'm not going to say a disability, but it's almost like certain things, rides at the carnivals and the fairs and, you know, just certain things that we can't do. And you know,
2: yeah. A, a, uh, see, see, on the
3: airplane, he's on the airplane. They want they. I, was it a movie? They want them to buy two seat, two tickets. Oh, but uh, two, people don't understand them kind of struggles, you know. Mm-hmm. people don't understand.
2: Oh yeah, I've been on the plane. I'm like, well, I guess we're just gonna be real cozy. <laughs> so I'm just like, the first
5: no. thing I do is lift the middle of uh, the divider. <laughs> <laughs>
2: With the middle.
5: Would
2: been close today so <laughs> mm-hmm. and it really affects a lot of decisions
3: that we make like
2: yeah. i had a truck
3: i had a navigator and i was very comfortable in my navigator well i have downsized to a hhr and y'all i like the car but i'm not gonna be able to keep it because it's <laughs> killing me on my desk like i can't do it it's a gas saver and all that mm-hmm. but i would rather be comfortable mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what i'm saying and it
5: almost affects every aspect of our daily life, you know. I would love to have a little Toyota or a little Honda, but mm-mm. mm-mm all this ain't squeezing in that, I can't do. Well, I yeah. never really um had to deal with the whole, I mean, I guess people would say stuff growing up with, you know, then they find out that I, I joke back. So you not going and you not gonna win, you know. <laughs> so I ain't really have much trouble with the whole joking thing, and then, um, and then I can fight. So you <laughs> just <laughs> like, this like, we don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> so
3: this ain't what
5: you want. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: But what what so other than um you know clothes and everything like that what would anybody say would be the the toughest thing that they
4: experienced growing up i guess for me i can say like I always hearing and still to this day sometimes oh you're pretty to be plus size or mm-hmm. when i was growing up if you'll just lose a little weight you'll really be mm-hmm. cute like what Why i gotta lose weight i just think yes. you're cute you know like the way I am, or like even now, my grandma, um, she raised me, so she'll tell people, you know, that's the little fat, little chubby girl I raised. Like, what you gotta say all that? it? She will mean harm, but you know, that's how she refer, and she's like, well, that's how people remember you. But you know, so this uh-huh. they hurt for a little bit, but at the same time, she don't mean any harm. So. Mm. Yeah, I think all people have that bad. Oh, they really yeah. have
1: that bad, I, and I
4: think,
1: um, it. Could be from them growing up in their era. Like some people expect you to um, be down on yourself or, or not be confident because you are plus size. And I think they use that as jokingly, but I mean, from their mindset, you are in that category from where they come from. You know what I'm saying? But in our um, generation, you're going to get what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? And I feel comfortable with all of these that is me. So that I, I, but I don't like that. I was trying to show my shirt, it ain't showing right. But pretty for a big girl.
3: I mean, why you just can't be pretty? Period. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm different. Like I, I really struggled in, um, being plus size until I graduated probably from high school, and I realized that there are people who like this, who like all of this. If, honey, if I was so fine, if I had known now how fine I was back then, baby, 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 baby. But I didn't know. I had no idea. Um, Because I,
1: society didn't create a space for you to feel fine and sexy and all that
3: during that right. time. Right. But once I came into myself, it was my my that summer after my senior high school going into my freshman year at Jackson State, I realized that you know, hey, I got a shape, you know, I ain't, I ain't just that now, shall mm. but I, I didn't realize that until, you know, I was, and then I got pregnant, so it didn't let us know, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like
3: have been hard, that's been hard, I don't know about nobody else, but, you know, for me, that has been a, um, mm
2: mm-hmm. I can relate with Sonya and Kier because I was I was listening to y'all and I was thinking I was like man I feel like a mixture of both of your stories like um I think you asked the hardest thing for us growing up and I think for me it was the idea that because of my weight I couldn't do certain things or I shouldn't do certain things so like this idea was ingrained in my head that I can't do this and I can't do that because I'm big And I think that followed me for a while, and it led to this, I don't think I'm enough kind of like what I, you know, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not this enough, and I'm, you know, I was thinking about what Kiera said, and you were saying, like, you know, you're pretty for a big girl, and I got that a lot growing up, and it was, it wasn't until, and I'll be really honest, it wasn't until my early 30s, actually probably really late 20s, that I kind of got to this place of... I had to start really looking at me and saying, okay, Ashley, let me start figuring out how to love me, and, and I really did, and I think at that, it was at that point in, in that journey where I, something changed, And I think, I guess it was my mindset kind of that changed, and the people around me kind of shifted. Like I know someone was talking about their friends. Um, you know, I have a circle of friends who look all kinds of different ways now, and the weight doesn't really come up now. And I don't. I mean, people may be thinking about it, but um, it doesn't really come up now. And it doesn't. How do I say? I don't feel like it holds me back now, like it used to. Be. Um, but really, I think the biggest part of that journey was me having to look inside and saying, you know what but I don't care what you think about my weight though <laughs> like you know when it comes to how I look if, if I'm not your type deuces boo like I really I had to get to that place but it took me a long time um to get there and I think that, that was my biggest fight y'all I'm telling you the struggle so I feel y'all I feel like part of my story is everybody well, I feel growing up um, I feel
6: like I could do everything. Everybody else, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I wait. It. I'm not gonna say it stopped me because things it did stop me. School, oh, the world, world. I tried some of the rides that I wanted to ride because of my size, but I still had. Hey, I still enjoy myself, and I think now as I get older, it really doesn't matter now. Like. This is who I am. I'm
1: like, girl, girl, like you either with it or you you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was um like growing up, do you all feel like your parents or whoever raised you helped you with your confidence or um made you lack the confidence?
5: Hmm. Well, I had an older sister. Um well yeah. M- my older sister she made sure that i knew that i was pretty and i was smart and i wasn't less than so i don't other than you know your normal comparing to other people um type of experience of course you know i think all women at least deal with that to a certain extent um i don't she i, I think they they try to get ahead of the the curve when it came to me yeah. um, so it, it started early with the encouragement it started early with the words the affirmation they started really early so by the time I got to high school um my sister took me took me high school shopping right so that was when mm-hmm. I first realized that I really 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 liked fashion Um when she took me shopping and introduced me to you know other other things and then I think Simply Ten or Simply Fashions at the time had came along, Rainbow, uh, Old Navy and they mm-hmm. started carrying um, plus size things. So so yeah, my, my folks was they was on it when it came to um, being very, very encouraging. Um, now, my dad on us, he's a big jokester, which is probably where I get it from. Mm. Um, so, but we would go back and forth. You know, he's want to talk about my weight, but you, you know, your teeth falling out. This ain't, you know, again, <laughs> this ain't what you want. <laughs> so, I mean, in his, in his bizarre way, though, he could have just been preparing me for what I was going to face out here in the quote unquote real world and making sure that I wasn't um, too sensitive or didn't cry about it that I could hit back so Mm -hmm. that was that was how I grew up um yeah I didn't I think they they contributed to me being confident.
4: I agree with Erica I I was the same way my mom and this same grandma I think they kind of tried to get ahead And they started really early with me, like saying, you know, you're beautiful. You're this, you're that. So by the time I got to middle school and high school, it was like, oh, well, whatever. You know, they already told me they would say this, so it would be like this, so whatever. But um, my dad was kind of the same way. And even to this day, (laughs) we still go back and forth. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, so I agree agree with you. Mm,
2: That's so good. I feel like I had conflicting ideas growing up. I had the granddaddy that was like, you know, you're so beautiful, and the grandmama, I was raised by them, you know, you're beautiful, and I think in an effort to try to help with confidence and maybe losing weight, I also got the fat criticism growing up, so they almost, like, canceled each other out, <laughs> so I <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't quite sure how to take it. So they, they wanted to build you up, but they
1: wanted you to fit, but they also wanted to let you know that you'll be more
2: if you lost a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what they were trying to do. You see, now it makes sense, but when I was little, I was like, huh? I was like, I don't understand, <laughs> but yeah.
6: I think so. <laughs> I would say that supportive family, Um, they were I always told I was, um, my mom, she would always buy me pretty much whatever I wanted, so with my dad, so like I say, it, yeah. I, my okay.
2: comfort
6: or what I wore, how I did my hair, and like that, so make sure that I had, everything I did, you know, to look the part, um, I did have one that was, she was the type, she was the type of exercise, you know, um, when I was in out of state, I moved I came back home to stay with her for the summer, exercised, um, whew, ate right. We did all everything that she wanted to do. I did lose some weight. However, when I went back to my mom was like, it's not my baby. You know, I look like a totally different person. I was eating right, exercising. Got back up there. Mama, see me like she had been doing all her life.
0: <laughs>
6: so it really was really of with some, but um, for the most part, most part I was there. You know, now thirty, thirty-one. Um, I do. Hear,
0: Ooh,
6: you, you sad, but you, you know, I'm a joke. It, it don't bother me. It, you can say whatever you want
1: been yeah yeah that's a good point um i would say the same time like you but my dad was told the opposite like he made sure that I knew I was everything and more you know he always lift me up constantly he had my mom but me and my dad we had like a a different bond as far as um being fat and I think because he struggled with his weight some, so we did diet plans. We, um, it wasn't weight watchers, but it was some kind of place where you go and check your weight, you can get the little bars and all that. So I think my dad wanted to identify with me, but also make sure that I was comfortable in however, um, it turned out. But he too, you know, tried to aid me losing weight, you know what I'm saying, and doing the journey with me. So... But I never, uh, my family, because I just looked around like everybody can't, everybody be. So I mean, I didn't feel like I did not fit in. We always respect, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like it really was a norm. And we all was very confident, and my parents really made sure that we were confident in our skin. So I never felt um, like I lacked anything. But I will say, like, going around other people that aided in our uh, upbringing. They will kind of want you to eat healthy food. Let's say we ate unhealthy. But that's a that's a stigma that they think, oh, all fat people are unhealthy. That's not true. Mm-hmm. But they want you to be on a diet and different things like that. But to me, in hindsight, I look at that their self-confidence wasn't all that they need to be. So they felt like you have to be a certain way right. in order to be confident in this world. And I just disagree with that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I kind of feel like my I'm a little different from all of y'all. Like I was my I was raised by a single parent, my mom, and my mom is fine. My mom is fine now, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she, she's still fine, right? <laughs> and so for me, it was hard because I saw my mom as this. She was fine, you know. I saw yeah. um people would ask us when I was younger, "Is that your sister?" I'm like, "What?" people still ask us that people still say that like it's she must we get that too right Mm -hmm. and so but back then it was almost like um i thought that was the norm and she didn't she didn't do anything devastating but i'm sitting here as i hear y'all talking and i'm like i don't really remember discussing it like i don't think it was something that we discussed Um, she always encouraged me as far as things that I needed to do. It never was a lot of weight stuff. Um, she never like made me push away from the table or anything like that, but we had a lot of family support mm-hmm. too. But um I don't think I'm like, did we? Help so I, I don't know. So do you I think, think that way-
1: um that could have been an issue for you that y'all didn't discuss it? Like you didn't really know how they felt or viewed you because it wasn't discussed?
3: Well, I think I knew that she loved me, and so weight never was an issue in our relationship. I think it was my perception of how she looked and how I looked. Like I'm the oldest, so I have four. I mean, I have three younger siblings, and so I would look at my mom and like, you know, why am I fat? You know, she's fine. She's skinny. You know, my dad is skinny. My my mom's AKA, and my dad's a uh, Sigma. They both in. They <laughs> both are. They both are Greek. I hope you got that right. <laughs> they're both. They're both Greek. They're both very athletic. I mean, my mom was a, literally a tomboy, and I'm like, I ain't getting none of them jeans. So me as a girl growing <laughs> up, I wondered, you know, why am I different? Why am I like this? So, but she did her best as a single parent. I didn't have that. Um she encouraged me in other ways that i can reflect on but as far as the way it was like i don't think she knew how to address it because there wasn't a problem that she had you know so mm,
1: that's big like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: no but that yeah, was yeah. That
1: big. And, and i think that could she probably get, couldn't identify with you you know what i'm saying being big because she that wasn't her struggle mm-hmm. but she's just make sure that you knew that she
3: loved you but she probably didn't want to say the wrong things or make you feel right. one way or another right so but my grandma was thick you know my grandma was she was thick and both my uh-huh. this is the crazy thing my mom and my dad are skinny athletic people my grandma my paternal grandmother and my maternal grandmother one of them had big boobs right and the other one was welling down in the bottom area. So I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, y'all curse me. Both of these. Miss my mama, miss my daddy. And I got both of these from y'all? Like, like that that one, that right. But, you know, that's just kind of how how it happened. You know, I was just made like this. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah I, that. I, <laughs> I, I my got grand, a I that a lot.
1: I got a lot my grandparents as well. Like, mm-hmm. nobody in my whole family walk around here with one bow leg. So I'm like, Okay, Jesus, you gave me the extra meat and then you gave me the
2: bow leg. It's like, okay, I gotta
5: I, I gotta do all this and still show up in the world as fabulous. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh well that was my mom's explanation for for a lot. Like I I know I remember um I probably discovered my hips at 10 because I'm bow hips. So uh I'm standing in the mirror trying to figure out like what is this and I'm looking you know, looking at the other girls in my classes, nobody else had hips like that. And um she was like, Yeah, that's you know, that's that's your daddy folks. That's how this is how you made, you know, that that comes from your daddy folks. I'm getting taller than everybody. Yeah, that's cause your daddy's is six, you know. So by I me mean, being a daddy girl, I didn't really equate that to anything negative. Um Mm-hmm. I'll be like my daddy. That's fine. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. So, um, yeah, that was that was pretty much our explanation. Like, you you may like your dad, folks, and she ain't lying. <laughs> she ain't. Lying.
1: <laughs> so, did anybody um experience any type of bullying? Because we know a lot of um, big girls or boys or whatever growing up have bully have been bullying them because of their size.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody said they was a fighter. I wasn't a fighter.
3: <laughs> I, I wasn't never, but I was a talker though. Ooh, I was a talker. I learned
2: how to juggle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little baby, but I know how to talk. <laughs>
1: well, and um, did that kind of impact your, you know, being bullied? Did that kind of affect your confidence?
2: I would say yeah for me. um, I think I internalized it a lot. So um, whatever I heard or, you know, I believed what I was hearing. And so I think because I was internalizing a lot of things that really affected, shoot, my self-confidence. It affected, you know, just me as a person who I thought I was. I just kind of took in what everybody else said I was and, you know, what they said I could do. And so that kind of shaped me when I was younger, uh, which was really detrimental, but that's definitely how I can say my childhood portion was uh, Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. pre-adult.
5: I think for me, you know, I'm sure things were said, but for me, like, ain't no random person finna, I don't care what you say. Like, and I've always been, (laughs) like that you know me and my mom used to bump heads because i used to be like girl i ain't trying to hit it so um for me i think it would depend on who, who the, check the source who the source whoever is coming from yeah. if it was someone you know close to me or 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 you know family yeah of course it would hurt but um ain't no random finna you know you don't get the you not finna just talk crazy to me and i don't know you like like that and it's not gonna resonate. Right. It's gonna go in one end and fly the other. So <laughs> and that's and that's always been my that's pretty much been my attitude. Like, girl, who are you? And you are, you know, so yeah. you know, I don't know where the, the tough tougher skin came from. Um, but you know, we are born with our personalities. And so I think, you know, the Holy Spirit just kinda equips us with what we need when we need
2: it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. And I also think that
1: um the way you lead, the way you come into a room and the way you feel about yourself, you project that on how people perceive you. So if you come in in a certain way and they receive you a certain way, they deal with you. So if they say, well, she feels good about said I can't call her fat and make her be depressed and down and out on herself, or her. you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just oh, all how you carry it is how people receive.
5: That's yeah, true. that too. I yeah, agree. yeah. They say you teach people how to treat you. That's so awesome. you know, you nice. know I can we not downtrodden. This ain't this ain't 1950, baby. Like you are gonna get all these hips, nads, and thighs, and t- I mean, you are gonna get it all. You finna get all of it. <laughs> but see, but see I, think, I think I feel like that now. But growing up, I didn't feel like
3: that. I didn't have a blueprint. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i don't and, think it uh, is a blueprint i didn't have an older person to tell me you know like i said my mom didn't,
1: didn't know how she could relate
3: to me so there was not a way that i knew how to handle you know those type of situations i um i did know how to talk um so i, I kind of had a smart mouth but i wasn't Aggressive, you know. I was smart, so I use that in my, I use that to my advantage. But I think as far as um trying to trying to figure out trying to figure my way through how to deal with this thing, because nobody yeah. could, yeah. And then you know, people don't understand. We have being plus size out of anything else you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? We have yeah we have other stuff going on too. And on top of that, we plus size. So whatever, I had some childhood trauma. And so I I was dealing with my childhood trauma. So growing up, BBW was like a secondary thing. You know, I think honestly yes. what happened to me was I, it was like, you can call me whatever you want to call me because I have been through some emotions. You know, and right. yeah, that, right, that's, right. Got. <laughs> you know, that's how it was for me. It wasn't because I felt empowered or because I felt, you know, strong. It was because, you know, I you can say to me right now, you know, unless you'd have been through what I've been through. So I had to learn that at, at an early age, and it kind of helped to equip me to deal with whatever the next level and phase was in my life. So I kind of had to, and then somebody said, you know, you kind of teach people how to treat you. Well, first, you got to learn how to treat yourself, you know. Oh, yeah. And I had awesome. to learn. I had to learn how to, how to treat myself because I, I didn't know, and That's there was good. no God. So I pretty much made it up myself as I went along, and
5: it was,
3: a, and it's still a work in progress. And right, still- well,
5: you, still, you did a great job, blueprint or no bl- blueprint. You out here killing me. It you don't just, even matter. Right, <laughs> we still, we still in the same place. <laughs>
3: it was, it was tough growing up BBW. was Tough for me. I don't, I, I can. Yeah. It was, it was rough. You know, from the clothes to the boys to the girls
2: to the shoes to
1: the, everything <laughs> yeah yeah somebody so i'm glad you touched on the uh, self-love because someone said self-love and self self-acceptance is so critical absolutely mindset is important some of the most important work we would do is on the inside and i also want to ask you um and not necessarily just pride in your business but do you feel like any of the trauma or any of y'all, any of the childhood trauma that you may have experienced contributed to you being um, bigger? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, eating more or doing whatever because of something that you may have experienced in your childhood.
3: I feel like, and it's just me, and I'm going to stop talking because I could talk about this forever, but I feel like when I see some of my baby pictures, I was always big and it wasn't just baby fat, right? So, right. But after the after the trauma I did go into the shell where um, of course back then you don't realize it but you are eating a lot and you are you know not active and you are doing these things and you know sometimes I think you know what how my life may have been different if I had not experienced that trauma mm-hmm. however I don't think about it like that now because I know that that trauma made me who I am today yeah. so I think that yeah. you know like like somebody else said you know the Lord gives us what. We need to have when we need to have it and this gift that i have been given trauma being fat all of that has been a gift to me to share you know a testimony to somebody so um i do think that it contributed because i was not active because i didn't like to be around people and you know i was i was kind of scared to do stuff you know, i didn't want to jump off the ledge with everybody else you know, so I, I think for me, he contributed, you know, just because of the physical component. Inside, yeah. 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 I didn't do a lot, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's, me. that's
1: me. Did anybody else want to elaborate on that?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, I was sitting here thinking, yeah, I could say... I think my family, someone else was talking about this too, some of the people in my family kind of lean to the heavier side too, so I naturally am just heavier than some people anyway, Um, but I would say growing up, there are definitely some things I experienced just in early childhood that contributed because i kind of my way of coping because i know um someone was talking about that my way of coping was to turn to food because i you know i didn't trust people but i could trust those chips though so you know i, I <laughs> which led to some you know it led to some right somebody doing right now and so you know and really that's kind of where my the, kind of the weight issue started because i i think I may not have been as big as I was. I think I still be big. I may not have been as big as I was had I not had that kind of relationship with food. But I can absolutely say um, that you know once the again, like you were talking about trauma and depression fed into it. Was all like one big one that kind of just led to the weight gain as well. So it didn't help. Um, yeah so i think that's that's a really good question and i know that's something i've had to deal with kind of when i got older and like we were talking about kind of the going inside is you know i realized from years of dieting and trying to you know doing, doing this extreme diet one time i lost 117 pounds one time everybody thought i was so beautiful and healthy i was not eating so no i wasn't healthy but um finally I got it and I was like oh wait I gotta heal inside and then I can kind of deal with this a little bit better but inside is kind of messed up so let me get some healing but yeah I definitely can't yeah I agree
1: with that um I really think that some most of us are just genetically inclined to be bigger but however different things that we experience probably contribute to us being probably happier than we probably naturally would have been you know and I think kind of I could say that a little bit probably for me um not necessarily just trauma just that being that I wasn't um athletic and you know I didn't probably know where my area fit in mm. or as you know somebody being a cheerleader I want to cheerlead somebody, um, you know all the other things like I didn't know what my niche was at that time so I probably
3: was just at home doing nothing and eating more than I probably would have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they tried to um, put us on our flag girl team. They
1: wanted us to be flag girl. <laughs> girl, I'm telling y'all,
3: I was flag that girl too. Flag. <laughs> like,
1: what, love that was. I want y'all. Flag, that was the most heartbreaking thing for me. Trying to be a flag girl. I practice on my routine with that broomstick, y'all. I just knew <laughs> I was going to get me a flag girl, the best flag girl. But they did not choose me. That really hurt my feelings. Oh, really? But you know, That's they different. did not choose me. But I'm not, I I can say myself, I am not, uh, like, two feet, what they call it? Like, I probably you got two left yeah, like I probably wouldn't have been the best, but they could have chose me and just said you're gonna be the standby girl or something. Like,
3: don't <laughs> get me wrong, y'all. Don't tell not me not how everybody. To me. You was gonna be an alternate. You wanted to be an alternate. Okay. Yeah. Let me the door, like. <laughs>
1: That's the one thing that I tried out for in high school, and they did not choose me. That just broke okay. my heart. I'm telling
5: y'all, we folks weren't gonna be running out them laps because you couldn't catch the beat, man. <laughs> we they ain't had time for that. <laughs> <No, it>. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, know. I know. They ain't got y'all, time to be running they had out them laps. They had and I remember
3: when I, tri- I, tri- y'all, I tried out for volleyball one year. I was good at it. Mm. I was good at volleyball. That would have been Ooh. my sport to get me to where I needed to to be. But at practice, mm-hmm. they kept making us run laps. Oh, yeah. We mm.
5: didn't have a good bra. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't oh. do it. I
3: dropped out. I was like, mm-mm, this ain't like, for me. But see, if I hadn't had these, I might have made the volleyball
4: teams. Oh, my
3: gosh. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I love volleyball, uh-huh. but, mm, yeah. Mm-mm. not all them laps were not gonna... If I could just get on the court and play, that's all I want to do. I didn't oh. want to run around. That's all I didn't want to do none like of that. But, oh, but now I did. Way. I did. I could dance a little bit now. I was I was in Inez every weekend. I tried out for black dog money. Yeah, I was <laughs> a yeah, I, can, I can believe it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how
3: I kept I my way that. down. Mm-hmm. Dancing. Mm-hmm. That's where I found myself.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um
3: that's what kept me athletic and you know, flexible and mm-hmm. you know, dancing. Deep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, oh, did, so,
5: did she did she, know mean, that I that that she said you. flexible? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't
3: got them knees no more, but back then all this all this was dropped. <laughs> so
1: back then you had mega sturdy knees. Mm-hmm. Then, <laughs> I did, but now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um so now, you know, after we know came out and now they have the body positivity
6: movement. How do y'all feel about that? I think it's a good thing because I think now younger, younger adults or kids, I think they experience way more than than I did as a child. Mm-hmm. You have so going on now in school. Um you can't these people because of, this is how you look and, you know, when and I, we are able to encourage each other regardless of how we look. I didn't really have, I experienced a lot of stuff as a, as a child being my I didn't really have like a lot, I didn't, I didn't care. I knew I was a big girl. My mom's side of the family was big, my dad's side of the family was big. So I feel like this is, that was my normal. And it didn't bother me. I knew I, as long as I looked good going to school, my clothes were well, well kept. My mom would make sure my hair was done. So I was, I was okay. Only time I experienced anyone saying anything is maybe if they wanted something that I didn't give them. Or, um, like it, they, if they talked about me, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. hear it. But I just think now kids experience so much so many other things and I just I know it's like it's a different time. So I think the is a really good thing because the kids need it. Well everybody need it, Mm -hmm. but especially the younger kids growing up because now you have more kids with parents that are really young. So they don't know how Mm -hmm. to explain to their to their children, their daughters or our sons because the guys Deal with it as well. Mm-hmm. They don't because they're, they're probably still experiencing some things, or like science said, um, smaller. She didn't. She didn't have that talk with her. So I think you know, body positive is very important. And I think it should be a lot of people should get more into it to help each other.
4: Mm-hmm. I um, I agree. I think it's um it's came like full force way more than it was when we were younger. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, I teach at a middle school, so I I was like blown away. Like the plus size girls there, they come in with their little uniform, dialed up. Mm-hmm. Like excuse me, like they don't have an issue getting a boyfriend, arguing back and forth. And I'm looking like man, I wish I was like that back in middle school because mm-hmm. I was a little bit more reserved. But they're the loud ones. They're the one doing the, like, doing the most. And so it's, it's real interesting to see. It's totally different than when I was in middle school. They're more so, to me, the bullies and the skinnier girls are like the, you know, like the ones on the opposite end. So it's interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, I'm all for the body positivity movement, um, as long as it's not a smoking mirror. So, you know, yes. I go to a lot of blogging events, and um, some of these people are, you know, you know, seemingly very, very confident on social media, but when you meet them in person, it's like, not that. So, um, I'm, again, all for body positivity as long as you're really feeling what you're selling. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
5: as long as it's genuine um because as long as it's true <laughs> right. so yeah. that's my that's that's all i got
3: i think a lot of
6: people think it's true they they think that it's the right thing because their way of covering up how they really feel so they
4: yes. yes
6: then okay like i really i don't think they do it on purpose i think it's just it's something within, within them within or something. I don't, I don't know. It's something.
1: I think that, um, it's like, you have to be comfortable, confident with what you got. You already know you're fat. You can try to lose weight. You can try this and that and you still, you up being this person. So Cause I got to show up in the world as this person. Let me appear, you know, if you're truly not comfortable, let me appear to be comfortable with this and let me go with this movement. Because mm-hmm. even if with all by the positive society, still put us over here, plus size, fat, and all that, and then everybody else. So even though it's a movement, it's still, um, it, we're not totally inclusion, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm so i think those people just want to move with that movement while they identify because a lot of these people we see on social media that's big enough by the positivity then mm. they lose weight and do all this and now they saying well i wasn't really happy with being fat you know what i'm saying <laughs> but i am just going along with that so you feel your whole platform on, on being fat and now right. you lost weight you talk about
5: <laughs> well but so you don't get to box me up though like if 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 i'm i start off as a plus size blogger um i lose weight because it's yeah it's health reasons you know so it's you know don't mine. don't don't box me up because i'm i'm losing weight now granted
4: well, now i'm ai i head
5: post head. a before and after picture and say i was bad then and i'm no bad now you know so <laughs> i ain't Downing exactly. nobody exactly. or putting nobody down, cause you know we we gonna stand in this thing together either way. Um, either way, but yeah. All again, right. it's, it's, so, th- but that goes to my initial point. Like as long as it's All genuine right. and you are actually happy, like please don't post your you know after pictures dragging the next plus size size twenty size twenty two girl because you are now uh um surgically made size twelve.
1: Yes, that's that's my point there. You know what I'm saying? It's true confidence, regardless of whatever your size is. You know,
4: right?
1: But don't just go with the movement because you identify at the time, because that's misleading to somebody that's really struggling in that confidence
3: in being your size. Yeah, right. and I, I think the body positive movement. I was on the movement before it became a word. You know, it was right. Self- self-esteem, self-empowerment, self-respect. You know, you just gotta have a certain um, amount of self-respect and love for yourself. You know, and I think that Body Positive right. is a movement now because um, there, the, the world has seen so many of us wearing a two-piece or seeing so many right. going off our crop tops and, you know, proud of our cleavage and you know so now it's you know it's turning to body positive and just because we we're proud of our bodies and um now I ain't gonna lie I still ain't wearing a no crop top it's something I just that ain't for me you know some things <laughs> are for some people but just I know me some things ain't for me yeah um, and that does not mean that I'm not proud <laughs> of my body it just means that there are something that everybody don't need to see mm. you know and maybe because I'm older like I'm 44 years old so I feel like just, you know, I got two children and it just ain't something, so I don't see everything, right. Um, however, <laughs> I do feel like the body positive movement is, a, is an awesome thing, kind of like what Jessica was saying mm-hmm. for the younger the younger girls and boys coming up. They need to see that it's okay to be comfortable in your size the way you are. Absolutely. But if you want to lose weight, lose weight and be happy with that. I just think it shouldn't be forced on us because I know people who are size ten that got high blood pressure.
5: Still ain't happy. Still not happy. Yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying? So we can be healthy and happy and still be pushed. You know what I'm saying? So I think the body positive movement is a good thing. Like like Erica said, as long as it's as it's genuine. Don't come out here being fake. To my oh, I'm so proud of myself because there are some days, some mornings I wake up and I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ugh, these arms! Oh my
5: god! Like, ugh, <laughs> <this>
4: dresser, <laughs> oh yes, God! But right, I'm but, trying
5: to angle the phone now. Like, y'all don't see the second team right. do it.
3: It doesn't mean that I don't love myself and that I don't love the skin yeah. that I'm in. I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried America Weight Loss. I've tried this. I've tried mm-hmm. that. I had to get to a point I was this close to doing the gastric, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, I'm not. I'm not gonna do all that let me focus on some milk, mm-hmm. you know, and so mm-hmm. whatever is going on right now, this is what it is, um, I, had to, I had to mentally decide to be comfortable with my body the way it is, so that I could focus on life,
2: you know what I'm saying, yes. I spent so much
3: time trying to lose weight, I couldn't focus on anything else, Yeah, I had to stop focusing mm-hmm. on it, and focus on le- living the life that I have, versus trying to be skinny in this life.
2: So yes. that's what I
3: learned about the positivity. It's the body that I got. I might as well be positive about it. <laughs>
0: yes,
4: I love yes. that. Okay. I, I was going to say, I'm glad you said that about the gastric bypass. Like, it's nothing wrong with it. I know several people that's had it. But I always have to explain, like, to my skinnier friends, like, that will send me where someone has lost weight on social media. And one day, they're big. The next day, they're like, this and they're like look you can lose weight she lost it too but what you don't know is she had surgery i can't just go out and have a surgery but you know some right. people are making like, oh i'm working out i'm eating right this is mm-hmm. how i lost weight when it's really not true then there you are killing yourself to get the results that they had when they had a little help and i had to explain it yes. to my like, these people have had surgery. they're not doing what they say they're doing and there's nothing wrong with it but I'm saying if you don't know that, you will kill yourself trying to get like them. And that's a problem that a lot of people have. And I had to, it took me realizing, oh, she probably had surgery, you know, to, to really understand. So Yeah, that's true. And I mean,
1: I don't, I thought about the surgery. I still might get it one day. I don't know. But I mean, I don't, I just think about it, the healthy side of it. Like I don't want to just be a certain size but it's like certain genetic makeup no matter what you do and how you do it you still gonna struggle with losing the weight of keeping it Lose it. Mm-hmm. so i mean i'm kind of in the middle with the uh, weight loss i don't approve or not approve but i think it's just a personal thing mm-hmm. but like you said um being misleading to make seem like you just went out here and you worked your butt off mm-hmm. and lost all this weight when you know you had the surgery I think mm-hmm. that's misleading, and you should not do that because some people are really trying to struggle to do it the natural way and trying to cater um, themselves up to somebody that's being unrealistic.
3: Mm-hmm. That's and I know when point. I lost, but I didn't like where it went when it came back. Every time I lose weight, yeah. it, it come go come somewhere else when it come back. So I'm done trying. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling where it's gonna come back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I think that's yeah. such a good point too, though, because I think about the I guess the people I've seen on social media, like I guess some of the bigger social media people who, you know, stars, whatever, um, in the body positivity thing. And I'm listening to what y'all are saying. I think that's a good point because I'm I think that of course with anything it's the good and the bad. But I think the heart of it mm-hmm. is people. You know, the heart of it because I'm noticing now that there are um doctors and people that i follow where they treat people with eating disorders and so these are people who are thin you know but in their minds they're not or they found one role and they're like freaking out and you know this body positivity is helping them too so now i'm seeing this same blossom, yes. all ranges of weight and i think that's beautiful i and i also agree with what y'all yes. said about this um being authentic because that's what is making me think of because i think the disheartening side of this is I have also seen um, a couple of folks who are a big part of this body positivity movement and have a lot of followers, um, a lot of young people following them and, you know, coming to find out all along they had the eating disorder or something like that. And I think, you know, yes. you know I think that that authenticity is very important, too, because, hey, yes, you know, love yourself, love your body, Um at the end of the day and I think that's to me the heart of the movement is like hey you're going to respect me I don't care what you think about how I look but the other part of it is okay (laughs) you know um if there's something else going on for these folks who people are following it's like hey if you have eating disorder hey be real be real with it you know you got kids following you got people following and kind of um like someone said, you know, it's like, yeah, you didn't just lose that weight because you took two walks <laughs> to the mailbox, you know? So I think that those are the sides to it, but I think it's beautiful. I think the heart of it's beautiful. I just think that definitely, I, and I guess it's up to everybody to really kind of carry that heart versus what it can become. And I think anything can probably become, you know, a little won- wonky, I guess, but that's my thought about that. I think it's, the heart is beautiful hmm
1: Yeah,
3: I can agree with that. Anybody else wanna elaborate? Before okay. we move I will <laughs> say this. I will say this. God knows. Because if I probably was a good 12 14. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> just,
5: just oh nasty
2: that. Right. So, I'm just
3: thankful that um, <laughs> I'm just thankful that's so funny girl I yes, I, I mean... a super name and everything don't play mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I ain't never do
2: it
4: but yes. I had come up with my name just case. Yes. I had to go through it <laughs> hey, it's a yes. death review, <laughs> right?
1: Yes, I want to definitely echo that because you know everybody can't have everything, and you know if we had all this good stuff and in the slender body, you know we just want to be good for nobody. <laughs> so, internet is acting up, but um, yeah, right. hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: Yeah. yeah, we can.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I um one of the, one thing I wanted to say when the same was talking is she saying she don't want to wear no crop tops now. I think you need to try these crop tops out since you know you really ain't got no stomach over there while you're trying to <laughs> act like you can't wear nothing. So
5: uh <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm like shit, I got a two piece on right now. <laughs> I'm at the beach. Yeah, nah, I thought I'm
1: gonna <laughs> Yeah, nah, I'm gonna I thought I <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: you better try it. Try it.
4: <laughs>
5: now,
1: really, i
3: just want uh,
1: to you
3: know i, a two-piece. A two-piece. I, I have a and the two pieces i'm gonna find them i'm gonna send it to you and i was like oh okay well
4: damn
3: but i just mm-hmm. top top yeah mm. that's best i just tried
4: around the house a little bit it's real it's really liberating then you <laughs> really? might just walk out <laughs> of the mailbox then you go on to the stuff to the i mean just <laughs>
5: Yeah, just, show, just show, that high waist. You ain't got to show, you know. As long as you, it's, and your belly button covered, yeah, you don't straight have your girl. <laughs> <down there. laughs> yeah, yeah. I got
3: to look at like nineteen dollars 99 nine. <laughs> you got to
5: find a belly button first, girl.
3: Therein lies the issue. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a belly, on it. Okay. A belly button showing. It.
4: Oh, good.
2: They ain't gonna see it. <laughs> oh my <goodness.
1: laughs> yeah. Okay, so um we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up because I guess this is an NS said and it gave us all the justice it was gonna give us. So um did anybody have any uh closing thoughts? And I'm gonna bring my co-host on and he gonna uh, we always pray to end our show so we're gonna bring him on to let him pray us out. But did anybody have any closing thoughts or anything they wanted to say to somebody who may be struggling, they're growing up BBW currently? Or even though they may be an adult currently, but still struggling mentally to find their confidence and to just be um, in love with who they are.
2: Yeah, I guess um, something I wish I would have known is that your confidence and who you are does not come from the society or the people around you. It's going to come from within. So, um Anybody out there struggling right now with, I don't look like this, you know, this person doesn't like me, whatever. Um, trust me, when you get older, first of all, you won't care. Um, but it also does not define who you are because people keep defining you. I will say
3: that it's okay not to be okay. We are all a work in progress. And if you are at a point where you feel, like you are not proud of your body or you are not loving the skin that you're in, I would say just one day at a time and find something else to give you some joy. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that we have to do is always is to find joy in something. And once you, one day I turn into two days, two days I turn into a week, a week goes to a month and a year and then you'll look back and be like, damn, I made it. So if there are some things you're struggling with, even if it's not just being plus size or being a BBW or BHM. Um, just look for some joy in something. Find some joy in something and let that take you one day at a time. Because it is okay not to be okay.
6: I would say everyone is and beautiful in their own way. If there's something you want to change about yourself, um, then do it. Don't let anyone else encourage you to do something that you're not happy to do. If it's what you want to do, have at it. But don't let don't let anyone else influence you to be something
4: that you do not want to be or you are not. Okay. And piggy, piggybacking off of Lysandra, I um, take it one day at a time. I live by the motto. Um, it won't always be like this. So. Just because you wake up one morning and your food hanging a little lower, the next morning you're gonna wake up, it's all right. You know, so I mean every day won't be good, but there are some good days and those are the days that you hold on to. Um you
5: know, I think in the era in the social media era, it's easy, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to um other people, other people's journeys, other people's bodies, et cetera. Um, and just let's stop doing it, like, um, I also think seeking purpose is probably the most important thing you'll ever do, you'll ever do in life, so, um, you know, live a purpose-driven life, so. Just good, that's
1: good.
0: Sorry, hey, how you everybody doing? Hey. hey, I'm gonna come in and close it out. She on um, free tonight. I'm gonna come on and close it out. Think y'all had a good topic on tonight, so we're gonna close out in prayer. have oh, five We just come in right now, Father God. Just touching this group, Father God. Touching these group of women, Father God. Glad that you bless each and every one of them, Father God. Hopefully, the will are done tonight to constricting each one of them to continue to walk in their boldness, Father God. Touch them and let them know that no matter what their image is, Father God, that they are powerful in you, Father God, and not the world, Father God. Father God, just touch and anoint their hands, their, their head, their feet, their whole body, Father God, and give them the power to do to do tremendous things in this world, Father God. Father God, just let them know that no matter what the vision someone else will have of them, it's the vision they have of themselves. And nothing can stop them from being powerful, successful, and unique women, Father God. Let's let them know that the world may see an image, Father God, but they can have their own image, Father God. That they don't know how to transform or conform to the world, Father God, they can be who they want to be, Father God. Let's hope something would do that can help somebody else who is watching in, Father God. Let these women be able to touch the word and touch them in a powerful way, Father God. Father God, I just ask that you order their steps, Father God. Father God, just show them that they, they will be successful and this will not break them. Nothing they're going through, Father God. Let's just touch anything they got their hands to sign to, Father God. Bless them in every walk of their life, Father God. And bless the co- the, the my co hosts Father God, for be able to bring them together. Be able to let them use her platform and, and let her be a, a light to them, Father God. And, and they show her and guide her as well, Father God. Let's touch everything which is What's coming out of your mouth platform? We thank the ladies for coming on tonight, Father God, and just bless them and their family. These blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
5: All right. Amen, y'all have a good night. Amen. All
2: right. You thank too. you alright uh,
5: It was nice of the free request going out. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, you all
2: stay on. But
1: uh, we want to. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been your episode of What's Coming Out of Your Mouth, Growing Up BBW. And believe me, these ladies will be back when our internet connection is not acting up. So y'all just stay tuned. I will link all of their contact information in the replay. So you all feel free to follow along with them if you feel like something they said or did resonated with you. All right, you guys. Good night. Bye. Bye. Good night.
2: Bye. Bye.